1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
2: Bring it up, Jake. 40 minutes from now, Ross Tucker stops by Odyssey Sports NFL Insider. Final hour of the show, power hour of the show, featuring all our bets for tonight in Major League Baseball and so much more. Fantasy football takes as we move along, including the player at the wide receiver position that I think is the most undervalued player right now in all of fantasy football. And when I say this player's name, it will probably make you sick. Still think it's true, though undervalued as we had into draft season right The think of it over the course of the next month or so but for now uh eight buckets here because ken is going on vacation next week we are both off on friday so figure because we were supposed to finish this before i got married a month ago I on one of my honeymoon now's as good a time as any to finish this bad boy off so we have five teams left out of 32 we got two shows to do it so we're going to uh, motor on through here and get through five more teams in the next two shows those teams Pittsburgh Steelers, Alex Fasano's Steelers, Carolina Panthers, Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets, and then the two participants in the Super Bowl from last season, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. So, Jake, let's play that 8 Buckets theme song, please. And uh Ken just kind of lay out what 8 Buckets is and then we'll uh, we'll draw teams from the old bucket of bets.
1: Sure. Uh, you got your hat, handy. All right, good. So, next guy uh his 8 Buckets hat, you better, you bet shop.com and uh the Nick and I are both wearing bucket hats. That's two of the eight buckets. We're going to actually draw a team today from the bucket of bets, which is the third bucket. Uh, That'll be an NFL team. We'll go through every single game on their schedule. And when we go through each game, we will project a point spread for it. Will they be favored, underdog, by how much? Depending on the number that we come up with for point spread, uh, we will put that game in one of five different buckets. And the buckets are blowout win, blowout loss, likely win, likely loss, and toss-up. Um, those are defined by blowouts, or you know, going to be a touchdown favorite or more, touchdown underdog or more, likely win, likely loss, kind of field goal to six and a half each way, toss up, any point spread under three each way. But you know, win about half those games, and then based on which bucket the game goes in, you get a certain part of a win. So a full win for a blowout win, less for the other buckets. Uh, we add up all the parts of the wins at the end when we go through every game on the schedule, and we get a number. We compare that to the win total in the market, and then talk about it and figure out what we want to do.
2: All right, so let's uh, let's start here, Ken. Great explanation. Uh, five teams left again: Chiefs, Eagles, Steelers, Panthers, and Jets. Uh, Ken, draw a team out of the bucket, and let's see which team will be first up here with five to go.
1: All right, reach in, draw a team out. Oh, uh, the next team we're going to do is the Pittsburgh Steelers. P-I-T oh, maybe. Right. Okay. Oh, Steeler Steeler time. Yeah.
2: Um, our executive producer, Alex Fasano, strikes me, like, he's a huge fan, like, maybe, like, too big of a fan, like a fanatic. Okay. You get that sense, or no?
1: Like, you're asking, like, is he rational or not? Like, would he be able to say that the team is bad? Or, like, the team stinks, or Kenny Pickett's bad? I feel like
2: he's, I feel like he's irrational.
1: Okay. let's. does that make you like him more? I kind of like that if he's a really irrational fan. I think I like that in this case.
2: I think I hate it.
1: Oh, that's good. So you're saying you don't want to have him be a part of this segment? That's what you're saying.
2: No, well, 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 well. I mean, yeah. I think. Well, I mean, like, it's going to make for good radio because he's going to come on and be sure. like, "Yeah, they're going to go 17 and 0." Like, well, actually, yeah.
1: they're going to go 18 and 0. Actually, they don't play that many games. Yeah.
2: But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, how many people in the media overall like Kenny Pickett as much as I do? Not many, right? Can
1: Kenny Pickett.
2: it? Can you it? You'll get a lot it. of that next sit- week. Yeah. yeah. He's young Eli Manning. I love Kenny Pickett. Mm. I might, you know what? Steelers winning in the Super Bowl.
1: But How about this? Have you, you know, a lot of the uh, the content takes are starting to be fired off, not just by gambling people, but by NFL people, because uh, we're starting to get toward training camp starting and everything. Rookies reported yesterday, right, to a bunch of camps. Not a lot of pro Steelers out there, I would say, versus other teams, Uh, Definitely not drawing a lot of attention, seemingly under the radar. Doesn't mean that means they're going to win. Doesn't mean that you should bet on them. Uh, Just like, you know, one of the most highest profile organizations in football. And they have a second year quarterback who might be really good. And a coach that's been around forever that like wins a lot of games. So it's kind of interesting that like people are talking themselves more into other, you know, more people are talking themselves into the, you know, the Broncos probably than uh than the Steelers and the Steelers are you know, a lot more consistency and uh maybe you know to both big name head coaches but definitely quarterback I'd peck it's upside probably a little better than Russell Wilson
2: and what was the uh the way that uh the Drew Whalecapper capper put it on Monday like I don't know if you've heard but uh Mike Tomlin's never had a lose season as head coach of the Steelers and he's been coaching there mm. for, forever forever 75 years yeah yeah it's been been a long time and as alex puts in our chat uh linebacker alex highsmith signing a big-time extension today with the steelers four years 68 million dollars for a really good player one of the linchpins of the pittsburgh steelers defense all right so let's do the steelers schedule uh their win total right now at bet mgm eight and a half juice way to the over right now over minus 150 under plus one twenty five, as I think people know, Mike Tomlin never had a losing season, so nine and eight would be a winning season, obviously for the Steelers, who uh, went on a big time run to close the year last year with Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett, doing his best Eli Manning impersonation. What does that mean? Sucking for three quarters and then absolute nails at the end of the game to uh, to pull it <laughs> out. So
1: <laughs> worked pretty well for Eli. Yeah,
2: hey, awesome. <laughs> listen, won well, two Super Bowls. My, my By the way, I saw Eli in the Hamptons this past weekend. He's
1: like hanging you did. Out in,
2: like, a store that we oh, he hangs yeah hangs out in the Hamptons. I think, well, how about this? So, Eli Manning is at the store in East Hampton, this clothing store. And It's like no one's talking; everyone knows who he is, obviously. But he's able just to go about his business. I literally just saw him like nodding at me, nodded to me. That was it. He's huge, obviously. He's like six foot six. Right. And then the next store we went into, Gwyneth Paltrow's there. Just walking, oh. very nice. People are talking to her. Hey, Gwyneth, we love you. She's like, thank you very much. She's there with her son. I want to say to her, Hey, it's cool that you're here. Where's your ex husband? <laughs> There's Chris Martin, that would get me. I'd be excited to see Chris Martin, that'd be yeah, amazing. sure.
1: What anyway, were you, you were more, Eli into, Eli more into seeing more into seeing Eli than Gwyneth Paltrow? Probably,
2: well, I've like I covered the Giants when I was in college and like I worked for NFL radio forever, so like I've been around Eli a ton, so it's like whatever. Yeah. Like I've seen Eli a million times, felt more see, whatever. What it, yeah, you just said you
1: nodded cool. at him. You even felt comfortable just being like, oh, Hey man, what's up? Anyway, I'm gonna go but look I at these like, shirts because yeah. I
2: think like everyone was like, You see Eli Manning, it's gonna be some reaction, but like no one was like. Like I don't want to use bothering, but like no one was talking. Or to like him. he was able like, to go into sure. this thing.
1: No paparazzi.
2: Uh, no, no paparazzi. I feel like there would be like those people would get fought if you did that in East Hampton. Anyway, for uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and their schedule. Uh, so win total juiced over week one. We know what their point spread is, Ken. They are hosting the San Francisco 49ers. We don't know who San Francisco's quarterback is going to be in that game. We assume it'll be Brock Purdy, but we don't know that for a fact. And as of right now, the Niners are three-point road favorites. Actually, actually, I'm on bet MGM, and this is now two and a half.
1: You feel like every point spread has changed since the last time we talked about week one? Seems like it.
2: I I, I think I want to bet San Francisco.
1: With the uh, the assumption being like Brock Purdy is going to be the starting quarterback in the game,
2: I guess like if it's, I guess if it's Lance, it can't be three on the road. I'd actually feel more comfortable with Darnold than Lance, not because I think Darnold's definitely better than Lance, but Lance might be terrible, and Darnold like in this offense might be decent with Shanahan. Like in Shanahan's offense, you're listening to that that podcast right? Like I think Darnold. Yeah, he's a maniac.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you also think about, is Matt Canada still the offensive coordinator for the Steelers? He is. I don't think he'll be featured in play callers, like, in the next couple seasons. What do you think?
2: Well, I think think if they did, like, play callers for, like, for for first graders, I think he might be, like, the star.
1: (laughs) Okay, class. A, B, C, D, E, F, Canada.
2: It's like, you know, everyone Um, talks about vertical routes. You know what we're going to (laughs) do? Horizontal.
1: Yeah, it's literally zigzag. Everyone's zigging, we're going to zag and go across the field. Into the locker room.
2: <laughs> uh, so San Francisco, two and a half on the road at Pittsburgh. Yeah. So can the Steelers start off not with a likely loss, but with a toss-up in week number one?
1: Right. And uh, I'm not saying that's why the eight and a halfs are juiced over, but if they receive support in a week one betting market, if they, especially if they start receiving even more support, then there should be an impact in that and how they're projected to, for the season because there's a greater chance they win the first game. It doesn't have to be a big impact. It could just be like five cents, ten cents you know half win here or there like depending on how close it was to moving anyway but that's just kind of interesting uh yeah it's a toss-up so they they will win that game about half the time a little less than half
2: and it's not just support it's support against like one of the best teams in the league too against san francisco yeah so I think that's, that's pretty interesting could be anti-san Maybe san francisco
1: about... stuff too yeah people people think gonna party's not going to play or you know oh my god it's going to be trey lance on the road against the steelers defense yeah that may not be good not really sure how that's going to go but uh maniac Kyle Shanahan will probably have a plan for it would be my guess.
2: Well well like how did uh, Trey Lance uh, week 1 favorite on the road at the Bears defense go last year?
1: Well and monsoon too. To be fair to that Trey Lance true. monsoon. Yeah, like that was a, that's a tough game. Like just a I mean couldn't basically see if you were watching the game. Like torrential downpour total got bet down a ton. And that was one of those funny ones where the total was just plummeting. We had all the reports from the stadium and you were like, "Oh my god, like this might be really bad." And then as the total starts dropping, everybody kind of gets the same idea, which is, oh, you know, the Bears can win a game like this where nothing matters and, like, everything's stupid. Like, yeah, they could be really competitive. In a game. And again, they, and they were, obviously.
2: Where nothing matters and everything's stupid.
1: Yeah, that's the game the Chicago Bears need to be successful. <laughs>
2: right. Uh Monday Night Football Week 2. It's a great game for early in the season on Monday Night Football. So Monday Night, September 18th, the Pittsburgh Steelers will host... Sean Watson and the Cleveland Browns. Now, before we give a take on this game, I think the point spread will be 10 year old pal Scott Van Peltz going to be named the new host of ESPN Monday Night Football Countdown, Monday Night Countdown, replacing Susie Colbert, whom everyone loved, but unfortunately yeah. got laid off as part of ESPN's mass exodus of talent recently. So, what do you think You your guy, SVP, taking over that role? I got some pretty awesome for, for television viewers, right? For sports. Fans. It is.
1: Yeah, did that, uh, did that just come out like while we were on the air right now? Is that why you're uh, reading couple, it? Or, like it, early,
2: I don't think it's official, but I think like enough media people have said like this is going to happen. That's like, it. going to. I don't know. I don't know. He's probably not doing SportsCenter then on Monday nights anymore after the game. I'm guessing.
1: Well, what I was gonna say is, and I think the two like inside baseball. I think for a really long time they've tried to figure out how to weave his show into all of the big sporting events that ESPN televises, like essentially wrapping them. So like what that means is doing like pre halftime and post um, and have it be like on his set with him. Cause like, obviously there's like much, much, much more likability and like gravitas when it's him, than whatever was going to be there anyway, including the show after the game, which he obviously, he always follows Monday night football. They always do that. People who even watch Monday night football, like two minutes to go, they come back. They, he does like coming up on sports center and then goes back to, uh, Joe and Troy in this case. So I, my, I don't, I don't know the answer. I'm actually having dinner with somebody tomorrow who might be able to answer it. Um, my guess would be still doing the show. But, like, I wonder if it's... And then, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, no show. Something like that would be my guess. Because, like, great. Like, it's so awesome that he's doing that. And then, like, you don't want him to host the show after the game. It's, like, the highest rated show on ESPN's network the whole year is the show after Monday Night Football. Like, you're not going to get a bigger rating after the National Championship game in college football, I guess, would be the other one. But that's the biggest number you have. You're going to remove the show that is doing the best? No, he probably probably does both i guess that would be i mean he's listening to this like the hell i'm doing both but I mean, if you're running espn you're an executive you'd want him to do both
2: i i think that's pretty badass i think you're a sports fan like love suzy colbert but like you know scott van pelt scott van pelt oh uh, yeah tyler just put in the chat van pelt hosts the late night sports center he will effectively function as a host of both the pre-game and post-game show from Monday night football that's makes awesome. sense i absolutely you just love
1: want that. him you want him to be attached to everything you have that's good like, who do we have that's good? Let's attach the good people to the good games that we have. That's what, what that's the concept. concept. There.
2: Yeah. What a novel you know, You know what you get when you do that? Max value.
1: Hmm. Uh,
2: week two, the Steelers will host, Ken, the Cleveland Browns. Pittsburgh hosting Cleveland. Is this a likely win or a toss-up? It's a toss-up, right? Pittsburgh favored less than three.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's definitely less than three. Uh, yeah, I think it's like, like pick one, something like that. I think Cleveland's definitely rated better on a neutral. So it's yeah, it's it's less than three.
2: I'll tell you what. Imagine Pittsburgh one and a half. Oh baby. Give me those Browns teased off to over a touchdown. Oh yeah, be big week
1: two please. teaser guy. You're gonna be a week two teaser oh, yeah. guy out there. Yeah. So. I've
2: already We planning. learned so much in I'm week one, planning. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so toss so back to back toss ups to start the year for the Steelers. Yes. Um much like your teaser would be a have... toss up. Yeah. <laughs> they will have another toss-up. We talked about this game literally yesterday when we did the Raiders. Uh, Pittsburgh at Vegas, uh, week three, Sunday Night Football.
1: And we, we said toss-up for this game. What did we say yesterday for the point spread? Like, I think we even disagreed on who would be favorite, but it didn't matter. Yeah. Steelers,
2: a slight favorite, I think we said, right? Yeah.
1: Yep, that's fine. Which, but definitely a toss-up. I don't even know who you would argue would be three in the game. Pittsburgh, All but right, I, so they won't be.
2: Three, three toss-ups to start. Week four, the Steelers mm. on the road. at C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans. Likely win.
1: Yeah, just uh I don't even want to try to guess what it is, but there will be a three pointer more favorite.
2: Um week Could
1: only be three five. and a half, maybe. Three, three and a half.
2: Three or three and a half, yeah. Uh three and a half probably, right, against a rookie, unless he's great in the first couple weeks. Um week five, Steelers will host the Baltimore Ravens. Toss up.
1: Yeah. Uh Ravens two and a half. Are the Raven- yeah, how much are the Ravens favored by is the question. Less is than it three.
2: three. No, because it would get it would get that immediately, right?
1: Uh, yeah, but that's the neighborhood that we're in. I think we can call it 2.5 right now and be okay. But yeah, that's kind of like what Ravens, we're talking
2: about. Ravens 2.5 minus 15, something like that? Yeah, that sounds good. On the other side, the rest of the Steelers' schedule. Is there a valuable bet to be made on the win total? We'll find out.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or...